Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago. I'm Weekend Gabe holding it down for Chi-Town right here on WLUW. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Radio 1 Chicago. And joining us now is the two men who make up the Dean Davis show. You can hear over on Chicagoland Sports. Yep. And also they got the flip. The, one of the best podcasts out there right now. You Thank guys you, are holding down. We appreciate it. How you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. So How it's uh, uh, Demon Sproul. Yeah. Got it. Got and it. Uh, Kenneth Davis. Yes. You got that. So Good going. Sproul? I said it with a question mark. Sproul? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, welcome to Radio One, guys. Thank you, man. Thank Appreciate you. it. You guys were so generous. You guys had me on the show. Uh, I think it was October or September. I can't remember. Yeah. It was that was back. that long ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long time ago. The thing that stood out to me about that, oh, yeah. I was talking about today. You brought your son. Yeah, he goes yeah. with me everywhere. And <laughs> he was over in another studio, being just a young gentleman, and did it. So kudos to you. And yeah. Your wife. yeah, yeah. He was You're raising a good. Yeah, one he right didn't there. tear things up. Yeah, yeah. That's all you can ask for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, who who was the, the producer over there that he was hanging out with? Uh, Tony Gill. No, the Lawrence. Herb Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Herb Lawrence. Yeah, Herb Lawrence. Yeah, 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 Herb, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, next time I have to give my son my resume, I'm like, hey, slide this over to there Herb. You go. There, there you go. Give me a little something. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on. It was a busy week in sports. I, we're going to talk a lot about the Dean Davis show in mm-hmm. a little bit, but obviously the Bears made a head coaching move. Uh, Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, or formerly of, uh, who just got knocked out in a terrible loss uh, over the past weekend? A very Chiefs loss. <laughs> yes, Andy a very Reed. a very Andy Reid loss. Reed Andy Reid loss. loss. Yeah. Yeah. Andy yeah. loss. Uh, what What are you guys' initial thoughts about this? I, I was holding out hope for Josh McDaniels. I thought that would be a mm. better uh, a better not. score, but uh, mm. I guess not. But uh, what would yeah. you? Well, I guess when the when the announcement was being made, what were your, your initial feelings? We had Dion Miller join us last week. Actually. She's going to join us again, but uh, from ABC Seven Chicago. Yeah, so, but this is nice. the thing: she she knew Nagy, and she talked about Nagy and Del Filippo from uh, the Eagles. And I, I can't get too excited, but since Nagy is a coach that a lot of people wanted mm-hmm. to be their head coach, and knowing the fact that this coach was going to have to come in and take care of and mature Mitchell Trubisky, this was this was a decent move. We're not going to yeah. know. It's no reason. You can be excited over the fact that he's assembling his staff really fast. Like Harry Heastad, the former Bears O-line coach from Lovey is back. He was at Notre Dame. Right. Notre Dame has put out terrific mm-hmm. linemen. Uh, also, you have uh, Mark Helfrich from uh, or- no, yeah, Oregon. Oregon, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, that, I mean, I like that, but I don't like it because it's, it's a college coach. But since we know that Nagy will be the play caller, those right. players are running through Nagy. So it kind of gives you another twist in mind to throw into it. Yeah. So he's doing a good job. If you keep Vic Fangio, and I, mm-hmm. the, the, this is something that's jumped out to me about Vic Fangio. A Listen. lot of people the past this past week was like, it's no big deal if he leaves. And we've been like, they should keep him. I'm not saying that it's the end-all, be-all. He's the greatest 3-4 coach ever. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But you've built up so much great consistency on the defensive side. When we yep. didn't expect this defense off of what Pressman had did to get back to this level, yeah. it made sense to keep him. So if you keep him, he did pretty well. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a good move. Just in simple fact of Nagy was a former quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes Trubisky. Uh, I think he was trying to push KC, the Chiefs, to get him. Instead, instead they uh, drafted uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he really liked him. And also, too, let's be real. The fact that he got the job is because he likes Trubisky so much. Facts. And, and Pace is like, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I went up, I drafted up for him. Uh, he's a future. I need somebody who likes him. Because I think a lot of coaches, well, maybe some coaches, you said you was holding out Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been a situation where uh, they came in and was like, mm, he's all right. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and in a, in a season or two, it was like, yeah, you know, this great kid coming out of college, we might need to draft him. Yeah. So just put, uh, to protect his butt, he was like, you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and go mm, with the guy. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't heard, heard that approach at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're, I, me, I agree that Vic Fangio isn't probably like the greatest thing ever, but like coming off Mel Tucker during the Trustman years, it's like, it's, you know, Going from what Spider Man uh, two to Spider Man three, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good comp. Also, too, Mel Tucker was a defensive coordinator uh, for the Georgia they Bulldogs. Were jumping, though. don't disrespect Georgia. Played no, there. Georgia played great. Played oh, is he? That's where he he's. Is? Yeah, he's a defensive oh, coordinator for the Georgia I didn't Bulldogs. Realize that. Oh, yeah, man. you see what happened with him. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Georgia, no, Georgia played well. They played well. But that was a hell of a game. By that that yes. was a great game. They out Alabama. Don't defense Alabama. Yeah. First of all, roll time. Yeah, he's, he, he's a huge Alabama. <laughs> roll time. So I got to hit this for a full year. Roll time so much. That was epic. Oh my goodness! I won't even do that. No, we were talking about the Bears, right? Now. <laughs> right. But no, I, I think I think it was I think it was a good move. I like it. We're talking with uh, Demond Spurl and Kenneth Davis here on WLUW's Radio One Chicago from D and D Davis Show. Let's talk about how do you guys meet and uh, connect? Uh, you guys like lifelong friends. We often get a lot of people who are friends from the basement, and then they end up going out and start in the world together. No, nah, no, nah, we actually met at work at yeah. the at the collection agency, as we like to call it. Nice. Uh, it's not a collection agency, yeah. <laughs> but we collect paper yeah, we from collect there, paper so we from call it. it. So we call it a collection agency. <laughs> uh, no, nah, we met just in the break room, and you know, saying just talking sports. Yeah, that's not how we met. We no, met how? through a uh, well, we met, we met through through a, buddy, a terrific Lebanese yeah, gentleman yeah. named Medi 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 oh, awesome. He put us together on yeah. an IM, and that's when we started. Oh, to okay. Well, he has a better, he has a better story. Oh, look at that. I just thought we just strapped the box and no, started debating sports. We were, yeah. <laughs> but no, we uh, we met there, and uh, I ended up uh, attending Illinois Media School, mm-hmm. right? And uh, right here in Chicago, and I was like, Hey, Ken, like, man, I think you're pretty good, man. Let's, let's. No, first I take that back. We had an internet radio show. I had to convince him he had never called into a radio. show. Show, had never did anything sports radio wise ever and i convinced him we did like an internet show i'm like dude i think you're pretty good I'm like man we need to go to the school together let's go to school man we went to that school and kicked butt and uh we had to knock on like bang on the doors to get a show there and it was like forget it man just do it we taught ourselves everything in the studio by you know we taught ourselves how to run the board mm-hmm. everything phones what are you guys everything. paying for tuition for then yeah i know right <laughs> i know well it's it crazy you know what i'll say this but shout out to shout the out to media they, they treat us that's the thing. beyond well and compared to a lot of our classmates uh going to now the school is so much more accessible to alumni yes. and yes. stuff like that yeah and they're always there for us so mm-hmm. you know everything may have some slight hookups but they've always been really good to yeah, us yeah they keep they, they stay down with, they stay down with us yeah no, I, I did an internet uh, internet show over there too, not Chicago Land Sports, but when um, you did Wendy City, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they, they were uh, Beyonce Fox over there, like well, yeah. great, really yeah. good teacher. Didn't have her, but really good teacher. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't a student. I was just like walking off the street. I'm like, hey, I'm a Columbus alumni, and they were like, all right, cool. You're, you get a Sunday afternoon show. That's Damn. what's up. Which is wow. funny because now I do a Sunday morning show here. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, we just met there, man, and we just started debating, and uh, you know, we have just been together since then. It's been what four or five years we've been That's doing the show. It's been a minute. Wow. But 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 I. I mean, we just, but we've been growing. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. been growing, man. I always tell Ken, like, man, we like a, a nice little slow roast in a, in, in, in a, in a crock pot. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, somebody going to pull it out. I'm just like, yeah, this is pretty good. I'm ready, pretty for, good. I'm ready for somebody to eat that damn roast. <laughs> <laughs> Please eat the roast. Yeah, but we having fun, man. We having a good time with it. Well, what I, what I love about the, the, the show when I was on it, when I was doing the flip, uh, is that like, it seems like D is more like sort of professional and you're like more the guy who's just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like Ken is like very just so like that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm not, I'm not gonna break this down. It just is what it is. That's totally not true. <laughs> I could be wrong. Well, we have fun with the pod. Yeah. The, the flip is the podcast. We needed yeah. an outlet. We can just kind of like just 
go crazy. Yeah, on. but that's that's beyond sports. That's more yeah, like yeah, sort yeah. of like politics, the, pop culture, yeah, pop, whatever yeah, the water yeah. cooler conversation. Exactly, are, yeah. exactly. Which allows you guys to be more expansive in your uh, delivery and also your character. Yeah, yeah so it gives I, us a chance to kind of just blow off some steam too. Yeah, yeah. That, but no, I, I I find it hilarious because you guys would just go down to random weird odd news of the week and then. You know, poke holes through it. Ken finds the stories and he just lets me run. Let's throw them up. You just throw them up and like, what? Go. The, the, <laughs> I, I, was, I was texting Ken about this uh, when I was listening to one of the shows a few weeks ago. It was about the uh, the gym experience. I think you were there. The guy who was like staring at a woman. Oh, yeah. And who was just like, just like planted himself. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> that was the craziest thing, man. I'm, I'm over here on the bike and I just see that. And he was a tall stud, too. He was, pretty, <laughs> he was a pretty big guy. So I was kind of scared for him. <laughs> About 50 feet away. Yeah. And he was just eyeballing. I'm like. Like he just put his elbow down and just yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to wait till you finish that set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're done. I'm, I'm done too. <laughs> wow. I didn't like that. I mean, no, I, I felt so bad. That dude, that for that like, young lady, like, whoever oh. she was, it was like, for anybody that doesn't know the story, these at the gym and some young ladies on the thigh machine and some older gentleman just stops and stares her down until she's finished old. working out. He's Cat was probably in his forties or fifties. Whatever. He saw something, but he's like, old, he's old enough to know about it. He's a yeah, weird, yeah. He's a I mean, and blatant, just in the middle of LA fitness. Like, how how do you just like stop and just like, yo, I'm I'm just gonna you know just stare at you right now, and it's yeah. gonna be what it's gonna be. Now I did see something on Twitter. A, a girl posted posted saying, uh, "Here's a way to keep guys from approaching you and staring at you." Hmm. He said a guy walked over trying to talk to him. She's like, "You know what? Stay back. I just farted." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy turned away. He's like, and all the women replying on Twitter, "I'm going to use that. That's pretty good." So there's a free one for you, ladies. <laughs> well, what do you guys uh, when you guys do the show? Like, uh, how do you guys uh, like approach sports? I know you guys have a com- uh, comedic uh, humor uh, perspective about mm-hmm. it, where it's not as in depth as I hear on some of the like the ESPNs or mm-hmm. even the the score for for example. Like, they they seem to be more in tune to the details and the numbers. You guys seem to be approaching observing sports through a fan's lens. Yeah, well, I think I mean. For instance, I know with me, I always like to do what I call put on my GM hat. So sometimes we're joking, but I think I have uh, um, talent for looking at the speed and agility of a person mm. and stuff. So it, like, so it's easy for me to break those types of things down and to, to me to sit there and think if this person could perform well during this task in this system and stuff like that. Yeah. So th- a lot of the times I base whatever my assumptions are on things like that or past information. I mean, we're both longtime sports fans yeah. so who have a dearth of sports of history since, you know, the 80s until now. And uh, try to bring that stuff, especially because there's a lot of listeners who are younger millennials mm-hmm. who don't know that stuff. Now, you know, yeah. there's guys – my my father, who was a lot older than me, he had me when he was 35 – he was a big-time sports guy, and actually he was a person that told me, like, you should probably get into talking sports or doing something like that. And I was like, yeah. please, dude, I'm, I don't want to talk. I want to be <laughs> talked about. Yeah, right, right. And uh, it's, it's that's it. Like, yeah, we joke and stuff about it, but we also, depending on the sport, try to give you a finer detail. I would say probably my weakest one is still I'm not the, 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 the most tuned hockey fan yet. No. I'm better. But um, still, when you come to baseball, basketball, and football, usually you can get boxing some, with you too. Yeah, you can get some He's good stuff from guy. us. You can get some good stuff from us when it comes. Nice. In. Well, we'll invite yeah. you over next time we have the fights. Uh, for sure. Hey, <laughs> don't forget about me. I do like to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you guys like Puerto Rican rice, by the way? Yes. Oh, yeah. Except yeah. if it's dry. It depends. No. He's a food. I'm very particular. If I can oh, be not eating it. I get a lot of... We, I, in my house, there's been a <laughs> lot of... edible? I mean... There's been a lot of different Puerto Rican rices. Yeah. And so... This is true. When one of her friends... This last time, one of her friend's mother made it. And I swear, it was like... Because I was like, it's not going to be that dry stuff. Because you know when people make dry <laughs> Puerto Rican rice. And it's supposed to be special. It's like, this is just dry rice. 
and it was so good what her mother made. It was yeah. just off the top, but not if it's drama. No, no, we definitely try to come at it. Uh, like he's like like can play football. You know, I I was a all star on, on the street. You know, saying that that the yard grass football you couldn't touch me there. <laughs> uh, but no, we just kind of grew up just watching watching football. But I definitely like come at it from a fan perspective, from a fan's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. you know, just kind of like the everyday guy, just you know, just sitting back and just watching it and. Uh, and also, too, just kind of think about some questions. Like, we do have a guest on. Just try to throw them a question they never heard before. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Coming from a fan perspective, you know? So uh, we definitely try to come at it as definitely definitely knowing the X's and O's. We can definitely break that down. We can break a play down for you. But also, too, coming from a, like a fan perspective. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. come on in. Like, a, kind of barbershop top and, and talk in a sense. Yeah. Nice. We're talking with Demond Sproul and Kenneth Davis from the D&D D- D- Davis show. Excuse me. See, I told you that Davis <laughs> <laughs> on Radio 1 Chicago Weekend Game. We're going to hit a quick break. Uh, we found another Chicago legend. We didn't find Crucial Conflict, but we found Kells. Uh, 1999's Fiesta. Right here on Eastwood. Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago. R. Kelly with that Fiesta. That was before we hated R. Kelly. <laughs> we found out... You know the 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 Rock and Roll McDonald's clothes. You know, like yeah, where, no, where, where's, where's he going? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the big question everyone had. <laughs> hey, like, man like, has is... to lure with find a place to lure young, <laughs> young tasties. It's just it's the type of lifestyle he chose. Oh, man, uh, we're talking with Demont Sparola and Kenneth Davis from the D and D Davis show. What uh, what part of uh, the the city did you guys grow up in? Southside, South Inglewood. I grew up I'm all over the Southside, yeah. so I grew up out east. Inglewood, the low end, and in the hundreds primarily. So you were everywhere. My mother moved around. <laughs> like she, if it was a bad neighborhood, she was gonna find it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not. My mother is not a school teacher. She never had any type of substance, but she didn't. She doesn't think like that. To where it's like, oh yeah, this isn't a place to buy property. So if it's bad, she would locate. It's like this, is, this makes financial sense. Yeah, yeah. we would like Inglewood. We live. I live, She lived in three different places in Inglewood. So I lived on 69th and Ada, 63rd and Aberdeen, and on Hermitage. Yeah, my family's at the same house. They've been at since the late 60s. The same house, 61st and Wood Street. I know a lot of people talk about Inglewood in a negative light, but I've mm-hmm. heard great things about Inglewood. Like, yeah. things are starting to really transition into a it, more positive community. It's definitely it's definitely changing. Uh, I grew up there in the 80s and the 90s, and it was hot. Yeah. A lot of bullets. Whoa. I used to find bullets all the time. <laughs> well, I, lived, I, I knew most of the dudes doing it. <laughs> it's like, come well, on, I, man. Now, yeah, do it right now. Um, well, I grew up in the back of the yards, which is oh, that's right, right, there. right next to it. Right yeah. Yeah. So that's right like uh, 47th and Damon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I grew up over there for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah so you, definitely. You know, so you know about the line. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. We, we found the bullet holes in the in the, in the house. And yeah. all like, types what's of... that? Oh, okay. It's all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's not all right. Back then, it becomes You become used to it. You're shell shocked. But now it's becoming very diverse. It was a very uh, big Latino uh, community now yep, moving yep. into Inglewood. It's, so it's, it's definitely a mixture. You can see, like, right now, I think, man, my mother's block, my grandmother's block, uh, it has to be like half and half now. And yeah. that was crazy because I think when I was growing up, it was like that one last white family. They moved out probably like circa 88. <laughs> and it was just us. We tired. We got to go. <laughs> it was just, it we was tried. Just us. But now, but I think that's so cool because. Unfortunately, you know, in Chicago is so segregated when it comes yep. to neighborhoods. Yep. And now it's kind of like, all right, cool. You know, you can see the diversity now blending into the South Side. It's yeah. really cool. You know, so I, I think, I think it's cool. I tried to convince my wife to go buy something over there pretty cheap. She's like, no, no, we're not doing that. She's from the North Side. It's like, I, I'm not doing that. That's the same thing. My wife's also from the North Side. When we we're, yeah. look, we're looking for a home, I was like, hey, let's go like to Ridge or somewhere like 290, uh-huh. 294, because yeah. it's more. Uh, 
it, it's better for your community. And she's like, nah, I'm not going to Southside. Yeah. She's like, the only thing that I like about Southside is the socks, and that's it. There you go. <laughs> well, that's, that's great. A good thing. That's a good thing. That's great, but it's more stuff on the South. Yeah. 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 yeah my is. wife, was, she was, uh, we lived in High Park. We live in High Park now. She was like, that's about only place I'm going. I'm like, mm, I guess we live in High Park. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Did you guys always imagine yourself doing this kind of work when you're either younger, high school, college? Like, no. Or do you kind of feel like you just, this passion has kind of found you? Both. I think I always envisioned myself doing something in part of media. Um, I wanted to be mm. on a larger scale, but I definitely felt that I would be someone on some airwaves and some TV some, media. Some capacity, yeah. Some, yeah, some capacity. So, but it still kind of fell into it. Like you say, we met. I thought about it. But him, like, yeah, I'm about to do it, was like, why won't I just go yeah. there? And um, it just, you know, it helped us form a really good friendship. We're in a really good space right now. Yeah, we yeah. are. We are. <laughs> no, my... Except move that camera a little bit so they can see me, too. Well, I got to get out the way. I'm Hold just on. saying. <laughs> see, you always get something about the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, no, man, I thought I was going to be the next Diddy. For real. I went to Columbia. Uh, yeah, 03. I thought I was going to do it. Uh, graduated in 03. And uh, I was music like... music business? Or? Yeah, I was okay. in music business. I got my uh, degree in music business. Uh, concentration in music business. Uh, business degree. Yep. And uh, went to New York uh, on, the, on the trip uh, with the models. Uh, with the fashion. It was the fashion kids and the music business kids. Yeah. And we went around to all the different record labels. Went to Def Jam and all that. And I got to New York. I was like, man, this is the worst place ever. <laughs> I am not moving here. <laughs> like this, I got the bubonic plague. I was sick. I'm like, I'm not doing this. But no. But after I graduated, I started working with uh, my professor. Shout out to June Moon. He was one of the first independent companies uh, to get cut a deal with iTunes. Nice. So he he came in class one day. Like, what is this? I'm like, I have no idea what that is. Like, it's an iPod. What is an iPod? And he was like, well, I got this deal with Apple iTunes. Like, they sell music now? Like, what, what's going on? I'm used to stealing stuff off of Napster. Like, right, I'm right, weird. Right. Like, what is it? You got to pay for it? Right. So, uh, no, I started working with him. And uh, I would just sit there and I listen to sports radio all day. And he would tap me on, on my show. He's like, you need to go talk some sports because that's all you listen to. And I was like, ah, whatever, man. I'm trying to get in this music business. And eventually that didn't work out. And, uh, yeah, we met each other. And, boom, here we are right here. So, uh, my, definitely my love of sports. That, that comes from my family, my my aunt, my grandfather, everybody played softball. My pops was the end too. My pops is the one who got me into music because he's a DJ. Hmm. He met my mother breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> Come from a young hip hop family. You know, it's in my blood. So, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to get into that because of him, but I, my mother's the one is into sports and she taught me about football and baseball and basketball. Really? Yeah, my mom. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. My, yeah, my mama did. So uh, I got into that and uh, that's the way I kind of, you know, found my call and it's like, met this guy and boom, here you go. Yeah. So what's uh, next? You guys, uh, you guys obviously are over at Chicago Land. You got the flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys do some YouTube videos, but not much yet, right? That's, so, you're gonna get more. Yeah, you're gonna get some more of that yeah. stuff. We're gonna try to move over the, the entire shows over to, to YouTube, so you can't catch them uh, yeah. if you miss them uh, on Chicago Land. But no, just working on Facebook, man. Just trying to get our faces out there a little bit more. We yeah. But hop you, on us. But you guys are featured on like uh, on CLTV. Yeah. You guys yeah. Uh, get over to ESPN every now and again. Jay Hood's show is that yeah. right? We was over Jay Hood. Yeah. He let us. He let us watch yeah. the magic. Oh, basically. Take come place. on down and watch. Shout the out game. to him and Sean Davis. <laughs> and shout out even more to Sean Davis because the Taiwan. But yeah, they let us. Uh, you know, they let us. They let, let us view it. And uh, definitely, Jay Hood gave us some great information on what we yeah. should do going forward. We're going to try to grow us more nationally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, look to perhaps get on some satellite radio stations. As we talked about, joking with you, we're gonna have we're gonna have Dean Davis swag apparel. But at first, it's just gonna be like Dean Davis apparel. But we're also gonna look to kind of giving you some kind of clothes with our crew. And also, that's yeah. another big thing. It's that you just see D and I here. Mm-hmm. It's a D and I, Cal means uh, 
Tony Gill, Sidney Brown, Jason Kessner, so on and so forth. Yeah, we got a nice crew behind us. We got a guys behind us to make this happen, not just us. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. we're we're just trying to really grow our company is what we're trying to do, and uh, just see how brand. far we can how far we can take it. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys coming down so we much, sharing it. your story. Uh, no tell doubt, everyone man. how they can, how when you guys are in Chicagoland. Uh, Chicagoland, uh, ChicagolandSportsRadio.com every Saturday from eleven to two. Definitely uh, hit us up, hop in, uh, join the conversation. Uh, we have all we have uh, big guests. Mm-hmm. As Ken said, we're gonna have Dion Miller from ABC Seven Chicago to come nice. on and talk about the Bears. Uh, so uh, definitely check us out there. We got the flip. You can listen to the podcast. Yes. Also the podcast of the D and David Show, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, and the TuneIn app as well. And uh, follow us on Twitter at D and David Show. I'm on Twitter at Demons One. That's D E M O N Z E, the number one. Ken is at That's Davis. And uh, also on Facebook.com, Facebook.com forward slash the Dean Davis Show. All right, there you go, man. Thank yeah. you guys so much we for joining us. We appreciate it, man. We got Thank lot, you, brother. We got a lot of great show lined up. Uh, Voice of Addiction is going to be in the studio in our green room. That's not green, but I like to call it the green room. And then at uh, seven thirty, someone you guys know, Jay Davis. Yeah, Jay. Yeah. Filmmaker, producer. Yeah, went to college with him. Yeah, he got the um, not another black movie out on Amazon Prime. Good stuff, man. Great it, movie. <laughs> it's very good. It's very. We walked in, Gabe was just busting up laughing. Like, what are you looking at? <laughs> not another black movie. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're gonna hit a short, short break, and then we'll be back with Voices of Addiction right here on eighty-eight seven FM. WWW. That that that. We'll be back. <laughs>